Triple M Breakfast with Flan, Ali and Spider. I um, <laughs> have made a mess just before I had to leave the house two days in a row. Oh. Have you ever had that where you go, you, I'll just quickly grab something from the fridge and have a quick feed oh. and then I'll get going because I'm running late. <laughs> and so I open the fridge and I reach in for something like a greedy, fat-handed man. Yeah. And, and I always, as I'm withdrawing it this, two oh. days ago, I pull out and I knock the blueberries out oh, of the fridge. Oh, that's annoying. There's a full pack. And they just scattered like oh. the Big Bang. And all of a sudden, my house was completely covered in blueberries. Oh. Like, oh, now I've got to clean all of these up, right, yeah. and wash them and put them back in the fridge. That's when and... you wish you lived with a monkey. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good Come point. Come on, Bongo. Yeah. <laughs> Let him out of the cage. <laughs> clean this up, mate. So I cleaned it all up and it took me ages and I ran late. And then the next day... I did the same thing. Oh, with the blueberries again. Same with blueberries. blueberries again. Oh, Just eat them. Don't, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say chuck them away <laughs> now. Honestly, they literally scattered all over the room. It looked like someone had been gelding Smurfs. And, it's just... <laughs> and then the next day, right? I am not doing this today. I said to myself. So I got something out of the fridge very carefully. I turned around to the kitchen island and I put it down on the kitchen island and I began to prepare it. And I thought, oh, I need the so and so. And I turned around and I'd forgotten that I'd left the freezer door open at 45 degrees. So it was at a perfect angle for me to just walk straight into oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> and that tipped the fridge a little bit. And this beautiful bottle of wine that was given to me as a oh. present, my dad's favorite wine, was on top of the fridge and it tipped off. And I had to squeeze my round. I smashed back into the fridge again trying to catch it. <laughs> and then the door got it out of the road just far enough for me to dive full length in my house, reached out with my hand and I caught the bottle of wine like full stress (laughs) and I knocked the blueberries out of the fridge (laughs) Triple M Breakfast with Flan, Ali and Spider Hey, I've got a couple of pieces of music news, and uh, one of them's sad, and one of them's fantastic oh, news. Okay. Uh, the fantastic news we'll start with first. It's uh, the Gold Coast is going to have the Smashing Pumpkins come and play. Have a listen. Oh, yes. Super group. Their song, 1979. Absolutely love them. Absolutely love them, and uh, huge alternative rock super group from the 90s. Yeah. April 30 at, yeah, uh, at Broadwater Parkland. Yeah, so it's going to be amazing. That would be something. But sadly, Ozzy Osbourne has had to call his touring life over. Oh, oh no. Yeah, well, he had, he's got Parkinson's. He didn't reveal that for a long while. But he also had a terrible accident on a quad bike, oh. and he needed surgery on his neck, and there's been complications from that, and he just cannot meet the physical commitment that he's touring. Oh, I saw him in sad. Festival Hall. Uh, did you? What yeah. did you think? Oh, he's mad. He's completely I'm massive, mad. I'm not a massive fan of all of his music. No, but I understand. To watch yeah. him on stage, yeah. he well, went bunter. Didn't he yeah. do, I'm not going to say exactly what it was, didn't that, he do that horrible thing with the bat? Yeah. yeah. So he's pretty formal. Look, he's pretty crazy, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, I, I, the expression I like to use is drug buggered. Okay. Uh, and, but, yeah. but I did oh. think about it. <laughs> I thought, you know, the thing about Ozzy Osbourne that's so different from everyone else in the whole world, to me, is that Ozzy is the only person who could possibly get confused and leave himself a voicemail. You've called Ozzy Osbourne. Leave a message on unit with the star. <laughs> Press hash. Oh, I like hash. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad that you're retiring because I bought tickets. Good luck, Ozzy. 
Flan, Ali and Spider. We love our, to- our Mayor Tom Tate. We yep. absolutely love for For a guy to be able to vote himself a, uh, a pay rise, look, why wouldn't you? We, he's we our do mayor enjoy. and he is great. great. Every he Tuesday. Is, we yeah. Him on. Yep. Uh, but yesterday he was on national news and, look, I reckon he just told a bit of a porky pie. Well, but it was for the Gold Coast. Yeah, it was like, the, he was selling it to the rest of the country. But he was stretch. He, look, he just because he does love the Gold Coast. He yep. just stretched. We think he just stretched the truth a little bit too much. The elastic band is about four times its normal well, size. If you ask me, have a listen. This is what Tom Tate said. Tell us if he is uh, stretching the truth or is he actually correct? The air's clear. Uh, the traffic. Well, you can get get to anywhere within twenty twenty five minutes. <laughs> Okay. So, okay, are we going to take that as a fact that you think he's stretching it? Look, I have mates who live in Coomera and they have to go to Brisbane for work. They don't even get out of Coomera in 20 minutes. <laughs> that's what I will. They had to change with the entries onto the M1, remember? And that's yeah. helped things slightly, but it's still tough. We want to know. Can you get anywhere on the Gold Coast in 20 minutes? And how long? <laughs> oh, I did say 25. 20, 20, 25. 25 minutes. Yeah. And how long does it actually take you? Because I know if we were driving Boston at school and we were going from Hope Island Century Cove uh, up to Coomera, yep. you get no change out of 40 minutes. There you go. Yep, yep. Well, and I will say I've gone to the beach from Rabina to Tally Creek. Yep. No way. It's, it takes me that one stretch as you get to Burley through suburbia. Yeah. That takes 25 oh. minutes. So I feel so sorry for those residents there. So, Just figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Ferrari. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom's got a Ferrari. And I think it's red too. <laughs> yeah, he can get to Perth in 25 minutes. <laughs> we want, okay. Let's, we'll, get, we'll, we'll send these to Tom. We want to know, is he right? Can you get anywhere on the Gold Coast? In 25 minutes. Good morning, Amanda in Coomera. Is Tom Tate putting a bit of GCST on that? Absolutely, he is. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Very Good. well, thank you. Where are you and where do you try to get to and how long does it take you? <laughs> well, I live out the back of Coomera and it takes me sometimes 20 minutes just to get to the M1. Yes. Oh, I, I, leave work, I leave for work at 630 in the morning yep. to get here in Southport by 7.30. My God. If there's an accident, wow. there an accident or just something on the M1, um, I'll barely make it. And other days I'm maybe 10 minutes early. So there's, you know, 40, 50 minutes just to get to work. All right. I think Smith Street is pretty good at the moment. Heading yeah. Southport, yes. so thanks, Amanda. Yes, thank you, thanks, Amanda. Yes, thanks, Amanda. Jane Mermaid Waters. Jane, uh, hey. Tom Tate telling a porky pie? Well, I don't think so. Oh. When I was working, I, I drove from Mermaid Waters to Expo Court at Ashmore, and if I didn't get any red lights or many red lights, I could do it in 20. Add a couple of red lights, it was 25 minutes, not a, not a problem. Now, Jane, I did notice that you said when, when? you were working. So how long yeah. ago was that, if you don't mind me asking? 2021. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. 1921. Okay. I must admit, though, guys, it was five o'clock in the morning when I was going. Oh, oh Jane! Jane. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. Good morning. Maddie in Tweed Heads. Is uh, Tommy Tate telling a little bit of a fibbo? Oh, mate, he's really stretched this one. <laughs> on, talk to us. What are you doing? I, I start work at midnight. I'm a garbo. Yep. I go between Yatla and the Tweed. I'm on the road for 12 hours a day. Yep. And, mate, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. <laughs> Where are your worst unless you're looking, Well, unless you're looking to go anywhere, go between midnight and 3 a.m. That's it. Uh, worst <laughs> spots is anywhere on the M1, anywhere on the, on the Gulf Coast Highway, 
Mate, don't just give yourself a pay rise. Give yourself an uppercut. <laughs> With amazing healthy lifestyle options, enjoy a new you at the Oasis. Many of us have been struggling with our weight. It's time to do something about it. It's Ali's Bod Squad. Getting in shape and changing lives for Gold Coast's Ali. Yes, and thank you to the Oasis at Broadbeach that have given five of the Triple M family and myself the opportunity to use F45 Studio Pilates and Club Lime over at the Oasis, also getting nutrition guidance, personal training. This is such a wonderful, life-changing experience for our Triple M family. Ever seen a view like the view from Club Lime in a gym? Well, actually, it's Lindsay, so relaxing and nice. One of the bod squatters, she was on this climber thing yesterday, and she stepper. Fa- yeah, stepper. stepper. She FaceTimed me and just was like loving the view. I thought you were going to say she faceplanted. <laughs> oh no, 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 she didn't. But she also would have run straight away and told me that. No doubt. You know, I don't think I have ever, uh, in my time in radio, uh, been a part of. That's what? Tracy, by the way. She joins us, up, our Tracy. bod squad member. Yeah. She's Better a bit crook at the Sorry. moment. No, you're right, Trace. I don't think I've ever been involved in a, a promotion or, you know, something like this where I've had so much feedback, texts, messages of support, but mm, particularly mm, this week, which is Honesty Week, we've named it, last weekend, uh, Trace and the rest of the Bod Squatters and myself caught up and we had just a really raw, honest session about our past and where we're at and our reasons why. And you, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us. You shared your past experience of uh, your ex, and um, oh, well, I'll let you tell the story. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, mate. Um, yeah, he, uh, he would never say when I looked nice or anything like that. Um, when I started to put on all my weight and everything, um, he'd have little snipes that if I was eating something that I shouldn't have been eating. Mm-hmm. Um, and... As I said, you know, he, he'd never come out with, you know, like when I did look good, even when I was thin and that, he never, ever gave me a compliment. But when I started putting on weight and that, he would always let me know if he didn't like something. Mm. And I remember one night, I think we were going to a wedding or something, he's like, oh, you're not wearing that, are you? Mm. Tracy, you know, how long were you together for? Because you were married for a long period of time before, you know, while this was happening. I was. I met him when I was twenty-two, mm-hmm. and we split up. Um, oh, late thirties. Okay. Late thirties, early forties. Yeah, actually, no. It was. It was early forties. Sorry. Yeah. Trace, how in your yeah. mind would you like the subject to be broached by a partner? What would you like them to say? Do you know what? It's. I think. It is a very, very touchy subject mm. because I have also had family members when they'll say, just make little comments and that. And I'm the t- type of person that goes, you know what, the more you bug me, the more I'm like, no. You dig your heels in. Yes, mm. I do. And I go, I'll do it when I'm ready. Mm. But I don't know. I think to sit down and instead of the little jibes and things like that, you know, what I would probably like more was, you know, look, I'm worried about you, you know, um, yeah. these are the reasons I'm worried about you, you know, and then offer support to help. Yeah. You know, let me let me help you. What can I do to help you? Well, you know what, Trace, you know? we really well said, appreciate mate. you sharing this because after you shared that with us last week and we thought, you know what, we actually need to speak to someone 
who knows, who who can actually give us advice mm. yeah. on how to broach the subject. So, Trace, stay tuned because next we're going to catch up with leading psychologist Sandy Ray, and we're going to ask her exactly that. Thank you so much, beautiful, for sharing awesome. your story. No worries. And get Thank well you. soon. And don't forget uh, training tonight at 5.15. No, don't be late. Sick. Oh, she can't come. Don't give us excuses. <laughs> you know better than that, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Thank Sandy. you, Trace. And the Trace, one of our bod squatters with Ali's bod squad. It's Triple M Breakfast, Flan, Ali and Spider. Psychologist Sandy Ray, yes, she's coming up next. We are so lucky to have with us right now Sandy Ray. She's a leading psychologist. And a big friend of the Triple M family. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, everyone. Now, Sandy, as you know, we're doing the Bod Squad, and this week is Honesty Week, and one of our Bod Squad members, Tracy, shared with us that her ex-husband used to be quite harsh in his comments to her about her weight. And the big question is, I mean, how how do people broach the subject with their loved ones? Well, we all know it's a very to- very topical sentence, especially in the topical stuff at again. We all know it's a very topical issue, especially in the light of Taryn Brunford and body positivity yes. and accepting the body at any shape or form. So I guess the first thing is really, why are you doing it? Why do you think you need to call upon yourself to address somebody else's weight? That's the first thing. Is it because you're insecure? Is it because you have anxiety about something about yourself? So are you doing it for you Are you, or are you doing it for the best interest for that other person? So, for instance, they may make me overweight that it impairs the type of clothes they want to wear. It impairs their exercise routine or they're not doing any exercise. So work out, first of all, what is in it for you that you want to continually or even occasionally nominate that you should lose weight. How do you give that feedback? Because, you know, like some people accept it all different ways and then you see people break up and they'll lose exactly what the person's been talking about. <laughs> I've seen so many of so much of that. Look, I think the, the, uh, the, the gentle conversation should be, how are you feeling? I've, you know, and, and put it about an observation rather than saying, um, I want you to lose weight, which is only going to be met with complete and utter contempt and hostility. Mm. I think rephrasing it in a way is, how are you feeling at the moment? You seem to be tired to me, or you seem to be disinterested, or you seem to not be committed to certain things. And I think the very first thing as a psychologist that jumps out at to me is mental health. Is yeah. there anxiety going on? Is there depression going on? Is there social anxiety going on? What is going on? Because, you know, weight gain, weight loss, as we all know, is about mental health issues. Sandy, do you, think, it- uh, do you think that this is something that we should all just butt out of? And I, I'm speaking from my own personal experience. My eldest brother is very overweight, and mm. I know, and I'm getting emotional talking about it, but I've tried to talk to mm. him so mm. much over the years because mm. I don't want him mm. to die. It's as simple mm. as that. He is so obese and it, mm. I've tried supportive, I've tried mm. tough love, I've tried medical, I've tried the love line. You know, mm. do you want to meet someone? Because I knew he wanted to have more kids. What mm. should, should I just have never said anything? And you know, this, this is to my point about talking to somebody about it. What's in it for you? Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to approach it? I can hear exactly you know, your distress and, and those motivations are very good. But, of course, if you've got someone, and I don't think this is, this is out of line to say, if you've got someone morbidly obese, we have to understand what is going on psychologically. Him or her has to find their own reasons uh, for discovering 
what's, what's increasing the weight, what complex, and, and the really underlying here is complex patterns of behaviour. It's not just stop putting food in your gob. Yeah. That's the least of your concern. It's complex patterns of, of what we might even call maladaptive behaviour. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I think I think you've nailed it there, Sandy, in oh. saying it's complex. It is so complex yeah. and so difficult. And we thank mm. you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Ali's Bod Squad with amazing healthy lifestyle options. Enjoy a new you at the Oasis with Triple M Breakfast, Flan Ali and Spider. Spider Spray. Yeah, look, I'm having a crack at height. And I'm not talking about the weather. I'm not talking about people in general. All right. Okay. I'm talking about food. Hot oh, food. Hot food. Chili. Oh, okay. Hot food. Hot Spicy. chili food. Mm. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You know what? I'm over people saying stuff's hot when it's not hot. I love oh. hot food. I love yeah. spicy food. Yep. But when you deliver something that's supposed to be hot, give it to us hot. Okay. okay, so hang on. I'm just clarifying again. You mean spice, not temperature. Spice. Okay, Don't worry about the done. temperature. Okay, oh, I'll take spice over temperature. Hot. But people go, oh, we've got a volcano pizza or we've got a pepperoni pizza. It's so hot. And you get it. It's got a couple of little sprinkles of uh, chili flakes and that's about it. That's not hot. We want hot. If we eat hot, we want hot. Like, you go to a burger, oh, it's the hottest burger in town, and it's not hot. Like, even KFC said, oh, get the Zinger burger. Mm. Got, it's got a little bit of zing, but it hasn't got any zinger. Yeah, it's like got it's, zing, no earth. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Who's, who's zinger, by the way? Yeah, anyway, <laughs> you get the picture. I That's a different want burger. things that are hot, okay? <laughs> even you go to Thai, you go to Indian, you say, oh, do you want Aussie hot, do you want Indian hot? We want Indian hot, you don't know if you're going to get hot, if you're not going to get hot. We want consistently good, hot Spicy food. Matricana supposed to be pasta. Oh, hot. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. it's never hot. <laughs> it's never hot. Okay. Hot. <laughs> Make I love it. Hot, hot, You're right. Hot. It's never as hot as you want it to be. It never is. It's always mild. Just mild. Mm. We want spicy dishes. Oh. And I don't know anywhere on the Gold Coast where we can get a good, <laughs> consistent, chilly, spicy meal. I Be- can totally feel a challenge coming. No, May this oh, yeah. is a hundred. I don't want Are to sit there and go. Are you going to take on if someone rings? I don't want to sit there and go, you know what, <laughs> okay. this tastes ridiculous because you've pumped on ridiculous amounts of chilli. Yeah. I want proper hot spice. So when we fair. can go there, we can enjoy it, <laughs> we can have a burning mouth of yep. fire, we can have the burning of Ring fire, of it doesn't matter. <laughs> we want we yeah. want it hot, we want it spicy, and we want it somewhere on the Gold Coast because whenever you say you're going to do it, you under-deliver every time. Spider Spray.